You're watching WLWT News 5. This is WLWT News 5, leading the way. Got We've little, got all of it going. A little bit of everything. <laughs> all of it. But we're here. We just want you to know that we're back. We're here for WLWT News 5 today's Daily Dose. Uh, we are getting you the latest headlines, a check of the forecast. And since we have uh, Randy here early, you know that means... There's well, a lot to talk about. Um, and then, of course, get you on your way for the day as quickly as possible and with a little bit of fun as well. So, Kelly Rippin, Randy Rico, Stephen Albritton. Randy, it's going to be potentially 70 degrees today. I think we head there. Yeah. Near record highs. It's what, February what 15th. Is, what is February doing? It is just... It's, I'm it's cool with it. We're, we've said all morning, like we're good with what's right. happening today. But you know, it's just, just waiting for that winter punch that decides yes. to last all through mm -hmm. March There's or something like that. The whiplash that's coming. Yeah. So spring-like weather is kind of the headline for the next two days, which I know you guys are like super psyched about. But also keep in mind when you think of spring, you think nice warm temperatures, but also springtime severe weather season, weather. right? Yeah. So we're gonna have kind of both of those okay. over the next two days. So today. It's very windy. You know, I was getting ready at 2 o'clock in the morning. I could hear the winds howling right. outside already. <laughs> and uh, the alerts are up on the ODOT boards that say 4 to 4. 4 I think. to 4, yeah, yeah. That's our wind advisory. And we're going to see uh, winds kind of peaking with gusts 40 to 45 miles an hour, probably lunchtime into the early afternoon. But breezy all day. It's a suddenly wind though, and that's why our temperatures are headed up toward you know, 71 degrees. The uh, record is 73. I think it was set in 1945. Oh, wow. We're, we're break like Maybe not today, but we're doing a break <laughs> I mean, it'd be okay, right? And it's going to be a beautiful day to be outside. Obviously, strong winds. Right. They're coming out of the south, so you know, if you want to go to the driving range, find one where the wind's at your back and you're going to seem like a rock star today. Make you feel real good, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so windy and warm today. But tomorrow, the cold front comes in. So if we're going from 70s today to 30s on Friday, you know those two air masses are Something's just going to clash tomorrow, right? So I think tomorrow morning for the morning rush, rain's moving in 5, 6 a.m. It kind of builds in. Heavy rain, some lightning. The, the severe threat tomorrow morning, pretty minimal. Okay. But some rain and storms, it'll slow you down for the morning commute. I think we get a little lull toward the middle of the day, and then that cold front comes in in the afternoon. And it's a conditional threat. The instability looks like it's going up. We'll have to see how high that instability goes. That's what would trigger the storms. And we could see some that, some that rotate, so maybe some tornadic activity okay. can't be ruled out. Okay. Uh, wind damage, a possibility. Uh, you know, this is a day where tomorrow, actually, we're actually in the enhanced risk zone. So the so second right time yeah. this season uh, where we have the potential and an amped up threat. I would say 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon is when that threat goes up tomorrow. Okay. So warm and windy today. Potential for strong storms tomorrow. And then back to wintertime on Friday, we're stuck in the 30s all day. Yeah, not done with this yet. Yeah, mid-February. Listen, we, we got time of it's winter still left. So we know that. We're going to watch for it. And mm -hmm. then, uh, you know, but hey, I, I keep saying this. These days, again, 70 is wild. Yeah. But these days at least remind us that spring is coming. I mean, we're heading in that direction. It's going to take some time still, but we'll get... We're talking a lot about spring sports too, with pitchers and catchers reporting, and, and then the FC kit yeah. that gets revealed today. And so, yeah, springtime thoughts, but take the good with the bad here right. over the next 48 right. hours. Enjoy sure. today, embrace it, know what's coming tomorrow. Obviously, we'll be live through the morning with all those updates. Mm -hmm. uh, traffic might be a little wonky tomorrow. Wonky is a technical term. I think it is. Um, yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anytime we got heavy rain during a morning commute, that happens. So the one morning we were on air and warning everybody about you know traffic and, and the rain, and someone was like, "You're acting like people have never driven in the rain before." I'm like, because have you ever been on the roads in this city in the rain? They don't. They act like they don't. All right, Randy, thank you so much. We know I'll you be back in ready. like 30 seconds, I'm right. sure, because Al is doing the weather on the station right now. So 
You're going to see, see her in a second. Yeah, yeah. Very so quickly. It'll be a good time. Download the, the WWT app. Make sure your alerts are turned on. It's a good chance to practice making sure you have everything you need for right. severe weather, whether that's, you know, shoes and you know where your medications are, things like that. Odds are everything will be fine, but you do want to be ready just in case that one chance time. We saw what happened in Goshen not long ago. Right. It was a small area, but a big impact for that small area. You just never know when uh, something like this could hit you or somebody in that area. Absolutely. Yeah, it's good to be good to be ready to go and be ready to uh, know what's happening. That app will help you. We'll send you the alerts yep. um, and they obviously monitor and able to kind of digest. That's what's also the most interesting is, yes, those alerts come out and you're going, what does that mean? They can explain it for you. So let's check back in with Randy talking more about today, what to expect, what to enjoy while you can. All right, so temperatures this morning already in the upper 50s. It is warm. It's also quite windy. Currently, our winds are sustained uh, closer to about 20 miles per hour and expect winds to gust at times today 40 to 45 miles an hour, especially in through lunchtime in the early afternoon. But those winds are coming in on the south, so take a look at the temperatures this afternoon up into the low 70s. We're going to be near a record high today. Be aware, though, the spring-like weather today gives way to severe weather tomorrow. Again, just a reminder of what to be aware of. All right, some of our headlines from today. We had a fire overnight really about 345 this morning when the initial call came through over in Ludlow, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. And that wind that Randy was talking about playing a huge role in why this escalated so quickly. It was on Carneal Street and Oak Street, really in the heart of downtown Ludlow um, as you're passing through. It's just a couple of streets up off the main street there um, and also very close to the fire department. Um, so they were able to get there quickly and keep the damage from getting worse. But this house... Man, some of the pictures we're seeing from when the fire was active, pretty wild that everyone made it out safely. Yeah, complete loss uh, for this home. Not much left to it. We, we have pictures and videos on WLWT.com. Uh, even the house next door to it started to yeah. get some, it started melting from what uh, Meredith Sutch, she was out there live for us, uh, was telling us that fire was getting so hot and uh, so big. I believe uh, five people were in the home, um, some pets as well. We know a puppy was able to get out. Not sure about some cats right. just yet, but cats are resilient. Hopefully they get in and out Very and able to find them around the neighborhood. But um, now the investigation starts into what caused this really big fire down there. And uh, hopefully we'll get some answers in sometime soon. Yeah, I, they're going to be out there for a while, just making sure they watch hot spots Absolutely. and nothing pops up again. But that's just a reminder, too, with the wind to please be careful. Um, be mindful if you, you know, you see anything that seems alarming. Make sure you let someone know right away, because with that wind, things can get out of control pretty quickly. The train derailment. So. This happened almost two weeks ago now. We've been watching this since it happened. Of course, the Monday after, we were there was a lot of focus because they were talking about that controlled explosion that they were going to execute, which they did end up doing. Now the conversation is turning to the water quality, the air quality. Um, you know, I don't do TikTok a whole lot. So apparently uh, it's making its rounds on social media a lot. But it is a very serious conversation to have and a concern to have about how it could impact people in our area and other parts of Ohio that are downstream from where the chemicals are traveling. We have incredibly talented people in this area who are watching this very closely. Yeah, and all, all the way back up to East Palestine, right. it's really being right. watched. So yes, we know there's rumors out there, so we're trying to talk to the right people to give us the right information. So the biggest concern is still in East Palestine, obviously where the big yes. spill happened. Things get into the water and it's starting to creep this way. It's currently in the Huntington area in uh, West Virginia. But the thing about the Ohio River is, and this is coming from the EPA, the Ohio EPA, the water people, they're all monitoring it. 
The Ohio River is very big. There's lots and lots of water in this, and these chemicals are being diluted as it moves downstream. We're talking parts per billion, and there's a certain threshold that they will be concerned about if it hits that level, but it's not getting to that level. And we're still, I think, a week to 10 days away from getting to Cincinnati. We're I, I still think a ways at this out. point, yeah, they're saying at least a week from reaching the Cincinnati area. And we have incredible water systems in this area. Again, the concerns are very valid. The, the, the people wondering, hey, what the heck is going on and why isn't more uh, information being released about this or that? All valid questions, all important questions to continue asking as we go forward here. Uh, but just keeping in mind that there was a professor at UC that we spoke with last mm -hmm. night who has been tracking the entire thing, knowing exactly where it is, how much is in the water, and how they can make sure that you, as the consumer, as the person who drinks Cincinnati water, isn't impacted by this. Your health is important. You've got to advocate for yourself. So asking these questions is very understandable and important to do. Um, but just keeping in mind that there are also other people out there asking those. There's actually a town hall in East Palestine mm -hmm. tonight. That community continues to be the most impacted and the people in the immediate areas after. So um, they got the brunt of that and knowing what was in the water. I think they also said it was the fire contaminants now that we're starting to see in the water or that will start to head down the river. So um, yes, still watching it, still a conversation to continue to have. And again, concerns are very valid, but just knowing that they are watching it really closely. Well, up next, our next story as I just closed out. Oh, you're we're good. Looking at Michigan State, another very heavy story yeah. up there. Um, Three students are dead. They were names were released yesterday. Five students still critical. Um, they did name the gunman yesterday. They did said he has a history of, of, of mental health issues. Was not supposed to have a gun. Turned over a gun in a plea agreement from uh, a previous um, incident with police. But right now the focus is all on Michigan State University. Everything's been canceled on campus for the rest of the week. No classes until uh, uh, next Monday as they agree even more and yet another uh, mass shooting in our country. Something that we both were finding very interesting yesterday is um, the connections to the Oxford, Michigan. Yeah. A lot of Not these students, away. you know, either went to high school there or new kids who went to high school there. Um, and that was 15 months ago, I think I read yesterday. So, um, yeah, we're learning more about those three students who were killed, five more students in the hospital. Um, just a awful situation. We actually had a local student who um, WLWT's Mike Dardis spoke with last night. Um, her mom had just dropped her off, I think, from being home for the weekend, was back in Cincinnati, ended up turning around, heading right back to pick her daughter up, uh, who will spend the rest of the week here before heading back to school. And she said, you know, it's not that I don't think I will be safe on campus. It's just everything has changed, yeah. and that's the best way to describe it. You know, we think, you know, you went to Penn State, I went to Ball State. Right. You know, we think of our universities as a place, you know, it's, it's a home for us for so Absolutely. many years. You feel safe there, you know, so many resources there that we all use, and that piece really has been shattered for uh, so many people on campus. I know a lot of people who are, know at least one person who works at Michigan yeah. State, and I was texting her in the morning, you know, just to make, she just was, never make sure she was okay and the people she knew were okay, and it's a massive school. But, uh, yeah, just heartbreaking to see what's happening up there again, unfortunately. If you get a chance, read more about those three students. They seem like incredible people, truly. Um, you know, not to say that anyone's going to speak ill about them, but it's just they, they seem like just smart, talented young folks who had a lot of life to live. Uh, we also got an update. This was overnight, so maybe you heard a little bit about it last night. Uh, they were searching for a 24-year-old who fell into a pond in Colerain Township. This is off of Old Stone Mill Road. Uh, it sounds like workers were out on a canoe. They didn't have life jackets on. The 24-year-old man 
fell into the pond. First responders were searching for hours. Uh, they did eventually recover his body about 1115 last night. So if you kind of saw the initial search going on and then didn't know what happened, uh, obviously a lot of questions still. The Hamilton County coroner going to be asked to see if there was a specific cause of death that maybe led up to that. But that's something we'll have to find out. No. So, so a little bit happier news to end on. We'll talk a little bit about Bengals defensive coordinator coach Lou Anarumo. We staying here in Cincinnati. He was up for a head gig out yeah. in Arizona. Good for him. Well deserved. He's going to get his shot one day, hopefully. Uh, but he's going to be staying with the Bengals. Brian Callahan, the offensive coordinator, also staying, of course. Zach Taylor staying. Um, so key positions, key coaches uh, going to be sticking around in Cincinnati, which is great for uh, the next run. It's good news for us. So Absolutely. I think hopefully Lou's not too upset about it. You think he's got a good thing going that, that, here. That job has some question marks around it, but it's still a head job. There you go. All right, that's all the time we have for today. We'll be back tomorrow on Thursday and be watching the weather for you very closely.